0: We're back. It's Thursday, and it is a great day to be a part of the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Super excited to have everybody here this morning. I'm up and going. I got back in the gym for the first time in a few days. So it was good to get that going. And, uh, you know, celebrating a life today. We're going to travel out to Weston to go see the Dykes family. And uh, obviously be there with them to lift their spirits. But, you know, I hate talking about funerals as something sad. I want it to be a celebration of a guy who did some unbelievable things.
1: And, and left the legacy in Ed, you know. Uh,
0: and Jesse and, the you know, like that's the lineage.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, so for for me, our relationship transcended the business side a long time ago. You know, we truly are friends. The dinner we had at their house you know, not too long ago was so warm and so welcoming and so great that uh, I'm happy to be there. And a byproduct is where the funeral is, is where my mom is buried. So I'm going to go visit my mom today. So uh, And
0: we have not been there since, or I haven't been there since her funeral. So I'm excited to go out there and see her and uh, get to pay some respects to our family as well.
1: Which is, uh, you know, you just focus on all of the right stuff. You know, every one of us is vulnerable to losing a parent. At some time, I lost my mom. Uh, Jake and I were talking about it 14 years ago. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and it was there's never an easy time. She was young but sick. But you know, the uh, the the real celebration, and we're gonna do it on Saturday. We're gonna have us all together, man. We'll have all the generations together. You know, my dad's coming down, so it's good. Yeah.
0: Stuff. Excited for the uh, going away party for Kai this weekend, and I'm super excited that Grandpa will make it down because it's not often that we get the four generations, one, two, three, four generations together. So it's super exciting. And you know, <laughs> what,
1: what happens to people is whenever you hear a story about someone else's parents, you instantly focus on your parents. And the vulnerability, and what if, and you know. So uh, back when I heard uh, Jesse Itzler speak uh, this past year, you know, he said, you know, how many times are you seeing your parents? And a lot of people said, oh, they live two hours away, and I only see them three times. Like what? You know. So it's puts things into perspective. And today is that kind of day. So I'm. And
0: actually- Jake talking. Jake and I had a conversation earlier this week about having things on your calendar and like planning ahead for them. It would, the conversation was about travel, but I think that's what tends to happen is just like travel, just like vacation, just like seeing things you know you need to do and that you want to do, you end up pushing, instead of at the beginning of the year saying, not only am I going to schedule it and put it on the calendar, but I'm gonna book the tickets, I'm gonna book the hotel, I'm gonna pay for everything in advance, then it's not about money, it's not about time. It's, it's already done, and you start to work around it to get those things done. So we were just doing the same thing talking about Kai. Like, When do we know we're going to go to Tallahassee to make sure that I'm not, not seeing him again until November, right? Because it goes back in August and school starts. When is that next trip going to be? Is it going to be September? Is it going to be August? When is it going to happen? Put it on the calendar. Do all of the things to make the plan so that it's done. And then you can go ahead and you don't have to worry about it. It just happens. Yeah, I think,
1: you know, uh, Jesse talks about his big calendar and he has a gigantic calendar that he says, and he says, put those things up, get them done, Uh, make one trip a year that pushes you outside of your comfort zone, do something that you haven't done before. I did not make it to hell on the hill, but I don't know if you've seen all of the videos. Yeah, Yeah,
0: there's been a ton of people inside of the network. And obviously Jesse has posted a lot about it, but it looked like a great time.
1: Four four days later, there's still people who can't walk down the stairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Crazy stuff,
0: man. Go, go, Um, go. Awesome. Fantastic stuff. So, without any further ado, it is time to wake up. Let's go. Wake
1: up, everybody. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Wake up. Hey, wake up everybody no more sleep baby, no more hey, come on.
0: Yeah. Kyle Kashuk says September 5th, the Notre Dame game. See you then. That is a very enticing offer, Kyle. I think I might have to look at the calendar. I think we have something that weekend. I think we're either seeing um, uh, Meniscalco or we have a con- we have something we happening have that week. We do, right? We can. Uh,
1: I could sell your tickets easy. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, that's a hot show, but that is Labor Day weekend.
0: I love, yeah. So I, I would love to do that, but I don't think that's going to be the weekend. But uh, so a- as we always do on the show. We celebrate national days. We celebrate birthdays. And this is going to be a topic that's going to carry us throughout the entire day because there's so many things that we can talk about with it. But today is National Intern Day, which I don't know how many of you started your careers as interns. I don't know how many of you have ever had interns. Go ahead, Dad. You got something?
1: So I hate the word intern. Sure. It's such a demeaning word, term, I always called the
0: people who came on board with us MITs, you yep. know,
1: managers in training, you know, you, you present yourself as an intern, they go, go get me coffee. You present yourself as an MIT, you're in the management training program. You're, you're learning to manage yourself, learning to manage. And we had great feedback, great input from the people who worked with us. We had a phenomenal program program. Um, lots of my friends asked their kids to be involved. So uh, I a lot take- of
0: my friends, I mean, Gabby, my wife was an intern, was an on the ball intern. Mike yeah. Maloney was an on the ball intern. Like there
1: Maloney, were, there were so many
0: people in I, in my world that either were friends of mine or were people that were looking to get experience that leveraged on the ball to you know, learn what it was like to get in. And I, everybody resounding, you know, uh, response to that or reviews of that saying, I learned so much because they were thrown in the mix. They were a part of every big thing. And that's where my experience came from is I didn't come home and push papers for the summer. I came home and you handed me magazines, you handed me phone books and you said, start finding reasons to call people and call people, you know, get yourself out of the office, go get on lunches, go do the things and then being a part of big things. And, you know, that was all what the intern process was, is you were a full time employee, you were just an understudy as a full time employee.
1: You know, it's a big responsibility. I know JA has a fantastic program where they place people in the community and you learn so much more than just the business. You learn how to interact with people, you learn what makes you happy, what makes you sad. Um, And I will tell you, there were some amazing ideas that came from people because I would pitch it and say, listen, every great idea started as a kernel of another idea. boom, it came out, and then we would go, well, wait a minute, what about this, and what about that? And all of a sudden, the journey got you to the winning idea, but it started a lot of times with somebody who was just new to the organization who said, hey, what about peanut butter and chocolate?
0: (laughs) Well, I I think that's a huge part of it, too, and with, with Lori Salarulo calling her interns employees, that sets the expectation for the intern, right? If you call an intern an intern, they now have the perception in their mind, they now have the expectation that they are going to do the things that interns do. Like you said, get coffee, make copies, all of the things that I, you know, we'll talk about later, but that I did as, as a young college football coach. But if you call somebody a full-time employee, they come in with the expectation – of acting like a full-time employee. So they tend to look at the people around them saying, okay, I need to act like them. I need to learn from the people around me and elevate my game because I'm their peer. I'm not a I'm not an understudy of them or a subordinate to them.
1: Welcome, Paige Bro. Uh Paige actually um, we worked with her. She hired our agency. We worked for many, many, many years at Here USA and here X. And she worked with a lot of the interns we had. So sure. uh, Kudos to you because they are the future and they do remember, you remember, you actually landed a client during your summer internship. You know, a thousand
0: percent. I mean, that, I'm, I'm, and, and that to me was, that was real time experience that I gained. It wasn't me watching somebody else do it. It was me going through the process, having success and saying, okay, I get this. I could do this. And then it became about, well, how far can I push it? How many more can I get? What else can I do? Is there more things that I can learn inside of the business in order to help further myself?
1: There's such a lesson there because that early stage confidence building, you can do it. Yes, share it. Don't be afraid. There's no bad ideas. You know, all of that dialogue creates muscle memory in your brain. Oh, I could do this. Yeah, okay. I might make an ass of myself. So what? You know, but you know, when they would squeak out an answer, I would go, Whoa, whoa, what was that? You know, and you remember the 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 conference room. Of, of
0: course. So every organization has interns that they remember, interns that went on to be full-time employees or went on to go start their own businesses, and they're on that, like you know, hall of fame intern list. I think this video speaks right to being those Hall of Fame interns.
2: it's not a conventional workplace. Having said that, we have rules. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You are going to raise the green paddle to indicate yes, and the red paddle to indicate no. So let's begin. Having a beer with your boss. Some of you are under 21. Some of us aren't under 21. So if you want to grab a cold one with me, I'm happy to do that with you. I will not be grabbing a cold one with you. You get high? I don't get high. Okay. I'm not judging. I'm just saying people do it. That being said, if you want something cold to drink, we'll hook you up. I'm, okay. Thank you. Just stop talking to me.
1: I'm your Bill Holden in Starlet, 17. I don't even, I really don't get that reference. Google it. Got it.
2: Dating a fellow intern. This is Google, not match.com. Chetty,
1: excuse me, what about a full-time employee, say management level, but not a direct supervisor? Great eyes and a severity to her look that is surprisingly sexy. What's the policy on that? No, that's
2: frowned upon also? So we'll say no to love? We'll say no to love, yes. It's gonna be a no. Now, taking food home from the office. Boom. Yeah. Are you having difficulty with this, Mr. McMahon? I'm sorry, just to drill down on this, what if it's like a perishable, like say there was a pudding or something that was left out? You'd like to take home a pudding, would you? I wouldn't mind taking home a pudding. I don't know I I oh, anyone who yeah. wouldn't. But that being said, I'm just saying if it's going to go bad, is that okay to take mm-hmm, Take it home? Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to take home? Well, only if there's, let's say, salsa or chips, you know, something that's not wrapped. Salsa, chips and pudding. Or sushi. Salsa, chips, pudding and sushi. Anything else? Ice cream. Salsa, chips, pudding, sushi and ice cream. Pizza. Salsa, chips, pudding, sushi, ice cream and pizza. I wouldn't take
0: home a frozen pizza, but if there was a nice pie that was out. <laughs> so if you have not seen the movie, The Intern, it's fantastic. Anytime you get Vince Vaughn uh, on the screen, it's a great movie. But that, to that point of talking about, you know, that's the first day of their internship. They get an internship at Google. And I don't agree a lot with, you know, what's being said there on how they're setting the expectations for what the interns should be doing. But you write about it in the book right? Act as if it's your first day, right? Like that mentality of being an intern. And we've talked about a lot of different things. And I actually just talked about it with Andy the other day. That mentality means a lot of things to a lot of different people. What does that intern first day mentality mean to you? Well, first off, we had a rule. Nobody got in
1: our tribe unless we wanted to have a beer with them. That was the first right. rule. <laughs> You know, so I don't know where that comes from. Like if right. I didn't have a beer with you, I don't want to look at you all day. I don't want to be in a collaboration with you. That was part of the gig that you were, you were bringing something to the party. The reason why I wrote the, the word act, I mean the, the rule act like it's your first day is that when someone shows up for the first time, they usually have like the night before they've gone through and mapped out how they're going to get there. They've laid out their clothes. They're excited, nervous energy, you know, and they come and if you say to them, hey, listen, go take out the garbage, they don't go, well, we know, you know, we don't do that here. They do whatever you say. You know, and that's how you learn. They're, you know, hey, I, I need you to do this. I want you to do this. Great. So that mentality, what tends to happen as you grow in your career is you get lazy. They call them shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. If you go to work like it's your first day, the shortcuts don't happen. You do things that your mind won't let you do. And I hear it in people all the time. They're like, well, you know, I'm already the VP and VPs don't do that bullshit. Act like it's your first day. Do it. Show somebody else that you're doing it and you have a high level of effectiveness.
0: I love that. I think the other part of it is that when you show up as an intern, you believe you know nothing or you know very little and you're willing to learn from everybody around you, you're willing to take in new ideas and new information, you're willing to grow with whatever's happening around you, the farther away from your first day that you get, the farther away from your internship you get, the more you believe you have all the answers. You're right about everything, you know everything because you've been around for X amount of years or you've been in the company for X amount of years and you forget that good ideas are still coming, which I think is kudos to you for how you treated the interns, is you knew there were ideas at every corner of every day. All you had to do was give freedom to people to share the idea and be willing to accept the idea.
1: Well, so here's what happened to me. It's why I wrote about it, is that the more success you have, the further up the ladder you get, you tend to start believing your own bullshit. Right. Look at me. I got it all going on. And guess what? The minute you stop working and doing what it took to get there, someone eats your lunch and goes right past you. So knowing that I got to earn my, my keep every single day. <clears throat> that's why that mentality is easy to say, okay, what would I have done on my first day? A lot of times you get in the sales job, they throw you the phone book and they said, don't even lift your head up until your fingers are bleeding. You know right. I mean? It, you know, that was the mentality back then. Do whatever it takes to be successful. You know, when you talk about, you know, being open to learning your show that you do with Andy called Path, you guys talked about the five words, you know, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong you know, there's <laughs> you know, the thing just because you are the leader or just because you're, you know, have some stature in the company doesn't mean you're going to get it right all the time.
0: Correct. Let's see, you know. Correct, and and that's where like you've taken the business development process and constantly evolved with it because you never got to a point where you said, and, and like I remember being an intern and you literally, you taught me how to prospect for relationships, but I still had to call. That was the only way in. Right. Was, I had to write somebody a letter or I had to call. Those were the only two ways in. You didn't stick to that the further along in your career you got. You found new tools, and new ways to do it, which is a part of that intern mentality of you're just constantly looking to learn what else is out there, what else can be done, and push the boundary instead of sticking in the, this is the way we did it, this is the way we got successful, so it should never deviate or change from that.
1: I always felt like if I brought in new fresh blood and new energy, what could they share, what could they teach us that could change the paradigm? you know? Right. So I was open to that. That's not the way people operate. They operate in a very closed mind mentality. I think the most expensive words in business are, we just don't do it that way. You know, right. that's not the way we, or or this is the way we've done it for years. I mean, come on, it's crazy. You know, it's.
0: So another part, a really important part of being an intern is showing up well-dressed and ready to go on the first day. And so we're going to celebrate another life, Dusty Hill, the bassist for uh, ZZ Top passed yesterday. So we're going to celebrate his life and we're going to drive home the point of being well-dressed with our morning motivational music. <laughs> so there's a great video by Gary Vee that we can show if we want to, but I'm
1: I a ZZ Top story. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a sportatorium guy, you know, graduated high school in 78, 76, I go see 76 or 77, I go see um, ZZ Top playing concert, long beards, all that kind of stuff. And there were real cows walking on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> as much as the uh, uh, under the influence I was, it was that they were playing with real cows on the
0: stage. Man. That's amazing. Um, but so the, the, the point I want to get to that I think is really important, and I get this question all the time because of my previous career in football, is what's the best way in for me, right? Like how do I break into the coaching industry? How do I get into college football? And the answer I give everybody that nobody wants – I think most people know, but nobody wants to hear – is work for free. Be willing to go show up and do the work for free. And I think when most internships are unpaid internships, you know, that you, you the benefit that you're getting is the work experience. Yet when most people graduate from college, they're expecting and they have the expectation that they're gonna make a lot of money in the first year of their job. When I know the only reason I was successful in football coaching is because I started at the very bottom. I started working for free. I would do absolutely anything that was asked of me, which is that intern mentality. And that's what led me to the opportunities that helped make me successful.
1: So, I, first of all, you were a shining example of this in everything that you undertook. And I'm super proud of you for that. But I would, you change the word free to invest in yourself. Correct. Know, that Instead of taking money in, whatever you would have earned, say, I'm investing that. I'm going to not accept that money. I'm going to turn it around and say to somebody, you have me as a resource for 90 days. If I prove myself, and for me, the one thing I said to everybody, you want to stick in my organization, just keep adding value. You add value, I can't get rid of you. It's You can keep asking for raises and do what you want if you add value, so that the the free part, nothing's free. Sure. If you're willing to do something, if you're willing to give up the pay to get, you know, noticed, boy, what a combo.
0: I love that man, and, and I want to give a shout out to Joe Mullings because when Joe Mullings talks about getting started in his career as a recruiter, he looked at at his commission. You know, he was getting paid like 40% commission. He told the guy who hired him. I'm willing to invest 60% of my money back in you to teach me how to run this business so in two years I can go do it on my own, which most salespeople don't look at the, the commission structure that way like, oh, wait a minute. I'm in, the reason I'm getting 40% is because I'm giving 60% to you to allow me to learn the business and, run, and, and get to a point where I'm able to run the business on my own, which I love what you just said about the investment of my time. We talk about time management all the time. Why don't you look at that in the beginning of your career or where you are in your careers? You're investing yourself, your time, your energy, and your value into another organization so that you can pull out whatever it is that you want for the next step. So
1: education, right, is really key. And we're accustomed to paying for education. You don't go to college for free. Correct. You've either borrowed the money up to your eyeballs or you had some kind of grant that got you there. The reality is you're exchanging money for the return of that knowledge. Business is the same exact thing. And if you learn it right from the start, I learned it right from the start from my dad and my grandfather. I learned it right. They busted my ass to get it right. When you get it right, you're on your way. You know, because Mark Cuban says... I know that no matter what happens in my life, I can go sell something. I know (laughs) I'll never be broke because I can always do it. And that's what's happened in my life. I went back to that first day saying, okay, this thing built it, blew up. What do I do? Start over again, do the things that got you there, work hard, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I love that chapter in the book. I just used it with the CEO who was going through a challenge. And I said, just act like it's your first day. You were full of piss and vinegar going into it. I said, forget what you know. Your brain is clouding you. Forget what you know. Forget what you know, unlearn. Get to the point where you're starting over. The world is wonderful. It's be wondering. (laughs)
0: I love it. Fantastic. Fantastic conversation today. That's my challenge to everybody today is show up to work. If you're not there already, if you are there, take a step away from your desk, take a step away from your computer, walk away, reset your mindset to that intern mentality, attack today with the willingness to do whatever it takes to learn, to unlearn, be that intern, and then let's just get down to business. Love it